We couldn't produce the Satellite Sisters podcast without you. And thanks, Satellite Sisterhood, for supporting the people who support us. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. Not every conversation will change your life, but any conversation can. Today is September 11th, 2017. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm in Pasadena, California, and my two big sisters are in New York. Julie Dolan, you're in Brooklyn, NY. You're going to give us an urban Nana report later. Yes, I am. I'm here in Brooklyn. I'm on duty. I've got a full report for you. All right. And the birthday girl, Liz Dolan. Liz, you're out in the Hamptons, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I prefer to say Long Island, Liam, because it doesn't sound quite so pretentious. But yes, that's true. I had spent an excellent girls weekend with a bunch of my friends to celebrate a birthday that shall not be named. Yeah, I will. But anyway, my day did start today. The first happy birthday emails I got today were from my eye doctor and my dermatologist. So that just shows you (laughs) what it's like to turn the big six out. Okay. Well, well, happy birthday, Liz. We're happy you. for you. Even Thank if you're not, you're happy about it, aren't you? I'm happy about it. I have mixed feelings about this birthday. I'll get into this later, but I've had an excellent birthday weekend. That's the important thing. Okay. Yes. We're going to hear all about Liz's birthday weekend and we have a full show. First, we want to acknowledge we are recording this show uh, early Monday morning, September 11th. News is just coming in from Florida, so we don't have a lot of updated reports. But if you are a Florida Satellite Sister, many of you have already gone to the Satellite Sisters Facebook page to check in. There's a check-in post there. People are letting us know how they're weathering the storm as Irma makes her way up through Florida into Georgia and the rest of the southeast. So you can go to the Facebook page and let us know. You'll find other Satellite Sisters there who have commented. It's been interesting to read. Many of you have lost power, which sounds terrible. Terrible. Awful. So uh, we're wishing you all the best. You want to check in on the Facebook page. We are going to hear about your birthday weekend. We had a great weekend of tennis and there was an upsurgence of uh, interest on the Facebook page. So we're going to talk about tennis. Julie, you have an Urban Nana report. Um, I do about school drop off, Leon, and about my as the grandmother, my interaction with my grandchildren's teachers. I have I have oh. a per- particular point of view about that. Okay, all right, <laughs> of, course, of course you do. <laughs> Back here in La La Land this weekend, some Emmys were given out. Liz, you're an Emmy voter, which consistently surprises us. Um, <laughs> I know I'm an Emmy voter and I'm going to the Emmys next weekend, Leon. So, but I'm, I'm going to review with you some of the things, some of the people and shows I voted for some in categories that were already awarded over the weekend. So I can tell you who I picked versus who like the rest of the business picked. And then, you know, my thoughts for next weekend. Okay, and then I have an upcoming trend report. I want to alert people if you if you spent all last winter collecting candles and cozy clothes and cookies because you embraced the Danish art of hygge, there's a new <laughs> Swedish lifestyle trend on the horizon. Not nearly as much fun as hygge. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that. And then, Jill, you have a movie review? I do. It's a very intense movie that's going to leave you sort of rattled and shaken. But I want you all to see it. So it's it's not the new Reese Witherspoon rom-com then, I'm guessing? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I, oh, I well, have that a- looks super fun. Looks I'm excited about that. 
I, I have a point of view about that. That's okay. She's a divorced woman and she ends up with like three or four boyfriends. How does that happen? Okay. I'm, I, I saw the preview for that. I'm mad about that movie. <laughs> okay. Don't you wish that for all of your divorced yes. friends? Well, I do, but it's just, it's so, okay. <laughs> Unrealistic. It's supposed to be real life. Please don't make it any more realistic than it already is. It's a rom-com. Okay. Let's just all hail the genre. And then we do have a few observations about September 11th, as it is the 16th anniversary of that attack on American soil. But first, Liz, it's also your birthday today, September 11th, big birthday yes. weekend. What What's happening there in Long Island? Yeah. So I had a, a birthday rendezvous that some friends organized uh, for this weekend. So there were, you know, four of us here in a house together for the weekend. And then a fifth friend uh, joined us on Sunday, which was super fun. And these are old friends of mine. So it's really nice when you can, I think these are the same people I spent my 40th birthday for. With. Excellent, Liz. So That's so great. Is, yes. This is the Portland crew. So my 40th birthday, we were together. My 50th birthday, one of these women hosted that in Los Angeles. And now, as I mentioned, this is the big 6-0 for me, which I cannot freaking believe. I really I can't have... believe it either. I'm sorry. It... And you're having a hard time with it? I see. I, I think it's good, Liz. You know, those 50s stink. I thought the 50s stunk all no. the way around. So I think 60, you're sort of liberated. You don't feel great about it? I felt that way in my 50s. I think my 60s, it's just like, it's going to, I'm just calling it the decade of mystery. The decade of mystery. Because I, I have no idea what my 60s were hold. And it's not that you know going into your 30s or your 40s or your 50s exactly what's going to happen. But you generally know what you're going to be up to and the choices you are going to be making. You're like, do you want to get married or not? Do you want to have kids or not? Do you want this job or that job? You know, like you're, the list is fairly, it's there. And then you, you're sort of picking from a set list. And even though I made some unconventional choices, it was... With a set of knowledge about what that time of life was about. In the 60s, they're just a little bit more of a mystery, especially when you don't have kids and so you're, you won't have grandchildren. So it's like it's just so wide open in some very, very good ways. Don't get me wrong, but it's the decade of mystery. That's but Liz, consider you are young, you're vibrant, you're in great health, health now thanks yeah. to Operation Sea Turtle. Yes. I mean – Look around you. Look at some of those old people. Don't you feel better than they are? I mean, I look at well, your that's uplifting. That's, <laughs> that's Lynn, nice. Lynn, I think you got to try to uplift yourself up any way you can when you turn 60. So if you can look around and you see other people and they're not looking so good and you're and you're still holding yourself together, you got to give yourself a pat on the back. Okay. All right. That's what I'm going to do. You're right. I'm really glad I got to this birthday after a successful Operation Sea Turtle. That is the key. So that's why this weekend with friends here at the beach has been really fun. We've been very active swimming and walking on the beach and going all over. It has really been delightful. So that was number one. Number two is the big sort of event dinner for my birthday was actually Saturday night and we went to this very old school place any listeners if you've been to Montauk then you know there's an old school like fish market slash lobster joint out on the dock called Durier's 
And it's been there like forever. And I'm sure it was founded by the Durier family. And uh, <laughs> Captain so we decided, Durier, yeah. Captain Durier. Yeah, some seagoing, seafaring gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on the bay and it looks back at the sunset, which is nice. So we were there because we just wanted to like strip down, slap a lobster down in front of us. We don't need anything else. So we're at Durier's. There are four of us at dinner. And my friend Fisher is opposite me and she's talking to me and then her eyes sort of drifted over behind me. You know how you can tell when someone is no longer either looking at you or caring about anything you are saying? Yes, yes, yes. That's most of the people in Los Angeles at any time they talk to you. They're looking. Exactly. Yeah. They think that there's somebody better they yep. could be talking to. Yep. Right? Well, in this case, there totally was, Julie, because she started to get this like frozen look on her face. I thought like, are you having a stroke? What is the matter? What is happening? <laughs> She's like, oh, she said, I thought I just saw Roger Federer walk by, but I didn't believe it. So I didn't want to say anything. But now I'm staring directly at his wife. <laughs> and so, of course, the rest of it at the table, the first instinct is to whip your head around and, and see what's going on there. I was impressed that she could recognize uh, Roger's wife, because I'm not sure I would have, even though they show her on TV a lot. Yeah, Merca. all the time, yeah. all the time. Seeing what someone you... like that out of context, I would not. But then, in fact, Roger and the kids and like another family, they were all also at Durier's for dinner that night. Oh, so that please. is a pretty good star sighting in the middle of the U.S. Open, which sadly he had. Right. It's bittersweet. It's a bittersweet yeah. star sighting, I think. But yeah. Exactly. Right. The only reason he was there eating lobster is because he lost. lost. Right. Yes. yes. But, you know, they were playing on the beach with the kids and, the, you know, it's this was just like such a super chill place. It was fun. He was in like the world's ugliest sweatshirt, you know, because he's Swiss. And, but they had, <laughs> what did you just say? World's ugliest sweatshirt because he's Swiss? That, you know, European what? sportswear, Julie, it just is ugly. Uh, I know. Did so you when he, see those terrible outfits that all those Eastern Europeans are in with those big block colors and... Just oh, it was awful. That's man. that's the Adidas. Those were all I know. The Adidas. It's terrible. Yeah. See, it's not just because I'm a Nike person that I think Roger looks best in his Nike gear. But anyway, <laughs> he looked he looked adorable. The kids were like skipping rocks. Anyway, that was so that was really fun. And my friend uh, Robin kind of took a picture of them on the beach, but pretending she was taking a picture of me. Good one. So it wasn't so <laughs> So, I bet I bet that didn't fool Roger. Not one <laughs> no. So then what did I do with that picture, you guys? Sent it to you us. It. <laughs> Texted it to you because I just thought you would want to know. I would never put something like that out in public, right? Because that, I think, is a, is a violation. Anyway, so that was really a highlight. Like I, just to be really kind of nowhere in this very chill place and have a great – hero be there on his bittersweet night off that mm -hmm. that was fun and then the other highlight so far of my birthday this was the very end of last week uh i actually scored tickets through the Ticketmaster hashtag verified fan program i scored tickets to springsteen on broadway oh Liz. So, that, that is a birthday gift that is a birthday gift from heaven yeah. there you go yeah. 
So that was I had from failed heaven. <laughs> I had from failed the first time. Heaven. You know, they, they released the first set of tickets. Our brother did score a pair, but Monica was a fail and I was a fail. And then this time I got the secret code in the middle of the night. They text you a secret code. And then you can use that at 7 a.m. when the tickets go on sale. But, like, I got the code at 3 a.m. I did not get one wink of sleep between 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. And then when it's 7 a.m., you're like, okay, go, 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 go. You're, you're, you're entering your secret code. You're like, I was shaking so hard. I could hardly type in my credit card number. I was like, oh, two tickets. Boom, 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 boom. Credit card number. <laughs> anyway, by, by 7-11, I had locked down uh, two tickets. Monica will be my plus one because we had pledged to each other that if one of us scores, we would take the other one. Oh, that's nice. Yes. And, Excellent. And that will be good. And we did, Monica and I one time did fly to Cleveland to see. <laughs> yes. To the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. So, uh, yeah. So then. Um, that, then so I- Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leon. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh, what what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz, you know, we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. 
Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. For people who don't know, if they haven't been following along the, the Bruce Springsteen train, he is appearing at a 900-seat theater on Broadway. Uh, he had an eight-week run, and then he extended it eight more weeks, right? So there was one yeah. round of tickets, and then there's another. They promise that every night will be sort of a different show. There'll be a lot of storytelling. He's going to have a band with him, right, Liz? Or is it? Yes, but yes. not a lot. Not, not the, the whole East Street band, right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so you don't know what you're going to get every night. So that's pretty yeah. exciting. Pretty dramatic. It's pretty exciting. And I have a, a feeling, I have a premonition of at least one song we're going to get because my tickets are the week before Christmas. And then I got on the plane the other day to fly here and it was right after I had scored the tickets. And so I just put my, my iTunes on Springsteen shuffle, just randomly playing all the, all the songs. That's all I listened to for five hours from Los Angeles to JFK. But the, <laughs> but the first song that came up was... Santa Claus is coming to town. Yep. I'm going to lock that one in anyway. So that's so, so far so good. An excellent birthday weekend. Ec things are looking good for the fall. I have the big December date to look forward to. It's only the rest of my sixties that I'm not, I'm kind of questionable, but so far. Liz, so good. As I say, just look around and feel good. That's all you need to do. Okay. <laughs> Just find okay. yourself a, find yourself a group of old people out there on Long Island. Just just sit down with them. <laughs> we were actually with my friends talking about our cholesterol yesterday, oh. and I was like, oh, "This is pathetic. Come on, we are going to change topics right now." See, that's that's why people need the Reese Witherspoon movie. That's why we need it. <laughs> The alternative is cholesterol, Julie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, this weekend, great tennis at the U.S. Open. It was really fun to see four American women made the semifinals. That hadn't happened. I saw several dates. So I'm just going to go with 1985. I saw people saying 1991, 1982. 1985, it hadn't happened in decades to see these four American women, Venus Williams, and sort of the acolytes of the Williams sisters is the way <laughs> yes. to think of it. So it was great tennis to see uh, Sloane Stevens beat Venus. Very tough to watch, but an incredible match, incredible third set. So incredible, I was watching it at the hairdressers. That's how committed I was. With no <laughs> sound. I've never yeah. watched an entire sporting event on the phone. And then uh and then Coco Vandeway was beaten by um by Madison Keys, who was hitting the ball harder than any woman I've ever seen. I mean, she hits as hard as Serena. She really hits hard that that Madison Keys. I thought she was gonna take it and then in a dramatic pulled it all together after 
11 months of being off the tour with an injury. Sloane Stevens took her down in two sets. And then that hug at the end of the match, the two young women who are very good friends off the court, you know, they both had, as Chris Everett said, speaking of harsh, Chris Everett said, well, they've had mediocre careers. (laughs) Well, Well, yes, compared to Chris Everett. But, you know, that was that's somebody who knows a lot more about tennis than than I do or could ever hope to. He said one of the amazing things about the U.S. Open, he said that those uh, Venus excluded, but the three other Americans probably had no business being in the semifinals, but that they were really they their games really were lifted by the crowds at the U.S. Open, that the fans cheered those women on so much that that helped them perform at a really high level. And the same could be said on the other side. I mean, when you think about on the men's side, when you think about Juan Martin Del Potro, the Argentinian, right? again, who had, who was like on death's door, he was down two sets and somehow because of the incredible Argentinian fans that showed up at the U S open, they cheered him on to victory and he did it twice, you know? So it just it says a lot about be about fans and how important mm-hmm. they are to these athletes and how it really can raise the level of their game in a very positive way. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot to say about fans misbehaving. But in this case, I mean, I think American fans at the U.S. Open, you did an outstanding job getting those four American women into the semis. That's yeah, they absolutely did. It's nice to see Americans root for Americans and to have Americans to root for. It was because re- it is the U.S. Open. It is so it was fantastic. And I just I love the sisterhood and I like seeing some fresh faces in there. It's hard to root against Venus Williams. So I couldn't yeah, I bring myself to do that. But um, there were some deserving champions. And I have to say, I loved when Sloane Stevens got that check because she was like, holy cow. million. I know. I know. She hasn't really been in the money rounds when you're ranked like 999 or whatever she was. Yeah. So that, that was exciting. And And that was not a mediocre check. No. There's nothing mediocre about that. No. And it goes without saying that, you know, the outcome might've been different if Serena had been, you know, obviously in the mix there. And, uh, and I'm just very happy about Rafa Nadal. Both, you know, Rafa Nadal yes. and Sloane Stevens have overcome major injuries and they fought back and how great for them. Yeah. So I, I didn't want Rafa to lose a point. I was annoyed every time that South African got a point. <laughs> <laughs> he is a boring game. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, seriously. Well, and he was having the tournament of his life. Uh, and I know and that. And- Good for him. That's great. but speaking of mediocre careers yes (laughs) if you've never learned to serve in volley after 15 years on the pro circuit i can't help you you know i don't (laughs) okay okay (laughs) moving on (laughs) all right well you know i am here in uh, brooklyn new york today i am here on assignment again with uh, my granddaughter josephine and it's back to school week uh and uh i arrived on friday so i got to do the pickup from school on friday afternoon which i always enjoy and i got to do drop off this morning uh on my on my um today which was equally pleasurable and here uh, sisters i just wanted to let you know as you know a nana and as urban nana i i really pride myself 
myself in trying to establish a good rapport with my grandchildren's teachers. You know, uh, I want to be very supportive, very positive. I mean, I have very limited interactions. I, I want you to know it's not like I'm, uh, you know, doing drop off and pick up every day, but I do do a fair amount of it in my career as Urban Nana. And I certainly attend all grandparents' events that I'm invited to. I, I do that. And I like to always compliment the teacher and always tell them that they're doing a wonderful job and stuff. But at the same time, I do like to establish non verbally that if if anything is out of line in terms of your treatment of my granddaughter or my grandsons, I'm going to let you know about it. I call it my Julie Andrews princess diary, princess diary approach to things. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? Julie Andrews, princess diary. I yeah. love those. Yes, I love that was a great movie. I love those. I, I'm embarrassed. I don't know why, but I love those movies. And you know how Julie Andrews is. She's very regal. But but you just got the sense, no matter what, she was in control and that if she needed to bring in muscle, she would bring in muscle to correct the situation. OK, she was going to let the yes. situation play out. She wasn't going to interfere or anything like that. But you just knew she was there. And I like to just nonverbally communicate that to all of the teachers that work with my grandchildren. Is that positive? <laughs> But no, I can see why you enjoy being 60 more than Liz. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not threatening. I'm not threatening. I said, yeah, what I said, I'm super supportive. I love Miss uh, Joseph. I love all of the teachers that are teaching, uh, teaching my grandchildren. And I respect teachers and I want to support teachers and lift them up. I just want them to know that I'm the grandmother. Although that's important. <laughs> So okay. you're really okay. urban Nana of Moldavia or Moldova <laughs> or what is that fake principality? Yes, Moldova. Moldova. <laughs> yes, that's it. I thought I would get some neck scarves to wear and yeah. just, and I'm not showing up in a limo or anything like that, but I just, I like that. I, that's who I like to channel Julie Andrews as I go through the doors of the school, just to let them know that I am here, that I'm on the scene. And uh, I'm watching every move. So, so far, I think that's a pretty solid role model. Yeah, I think that's good. All right. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. 
For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay. And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you, it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay. You know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Are you going to be home for our event in Dallas? Because you, you, <laughs> I'm a little worried now. You're in Brooklyn. We're supposed to be in Dallas together in 48 hours. Yes, we are, Leanne. Yes, I am on the first plane tomorrow out tomorrow morning. I am picking you up, and we are going to have some fun fun times in Dallas. We're speaking at the St. Michael's Women's Club uh, on Wednesday, but then we're going to be at the St. Michael's Women's Exchange from 2 to 3.30. This is in the Highland Park Village little shopping mall, and it is the world's best uh, gift shop. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough, and all of the proceeds from this gift shop – go to charities. So these are all the great women of St. Michael's 
work in this gift shop and you can find I'm going to buy you a present there, Leanne. I really okay, am. So I'll take it. we just, we, we hope <laughs> to see. And they I'm going to have some extra baggage space because I'm schlepping 60 pounds of books to Dallas. So I'll this is the glamorous, the glamorous life of an author. There you have Very it. Very glamorous. But we would love to see anybody who can swing by. It's well worth a visit, uh, and we would love to see you. So that is on Wednesday, September 13th from 2 to 3.30. We're going to be at the St. Michael's Women's Exchange in Dallas. Okay. It's going to be really hot in Dallas, so I think we're going to have to rethink our outfits, Julie. But I'll contact you separately. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Leon. I... No to the leopard, Leon. You cannot do no. not bring that... Do not bring that cheetah thing uh, to oh Dallas. Okay? It's too hot. Too hot. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Stay with us. We have a few words from our sponsors, and then we will be back with more Satellite Sisters. You know, mm-hmm. I I personally feel like this could be like part of the new me for my 60s. Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> I just, I'm embracing the boy shorts. Maybe there are other things in the boy short category of this new decade that will really, uh, really make me feel better about this whole thing. So here you go. That's a lot, of pressure. That's a lot of pressure on your underwear. I just... <laughs> Well, in the, in the ad copy, it says, like, but the best underwear of your life, it changed your life. That's what it says, Leanne. I didn't even read that part because it did seem like a lot of pressure. But there you go. That's, yeah. And if, you say, and, if you say it with, and if you say it with a British accent, it's going to make you laugh all day. Just <laughs> MeUndies, right? Okay. All right. MeUndies.com okay. forward slash sisters. Thanks to Lola and to MeUndies for supporting Satellite Sisters. And thanks to the Satellite Sisterhood for supporting the people that support us. Okay, speaking of undies, I have to get all dressed and go to the Emmy Awards this weekend. So, you know, that's largely uh, all about uh, what your undergarments are. But I did have to do some voting because, as Leon mentioned, I am an Emmy voter. I know it seems unusual. Not to us, Liz. You're hanging out with Roger Federer on the weekend. No, it seems, (laughs) seems wholly appropriate, right? Well, for new listeners, I spent the last... Uh, eight years, really, working in the television business at the Oprah Winfrey Network and then mainly on National Geographic, but also on Fox and FX. So I get to be a voter. So I voted three weeks ago and half of the awards they gave out this past weekend and the other, the fancier ones they give out this coming weekend. So here's the way of the categories that have already been awarded. I get to vote in the host reality category. And the um, I voted for W. Kamel Bell because I really liked that show on CNN. But I knew in my heart of hearts that RuPaul was going to win, and RuPaul won. <laughs> so there's nothing you can do to stop the RuPaul bandwagon, right? Not that I wanted to. but I, So I voted for W. Kamel Bell, who won for something else. So I was happy about that. Then Variety Special. Now, this was a tough category because in this category, it was Carpool Karaoke, Full Frontal, the Samantha B special, not the White House Correspondents' Dinner, the Louis C.K. special, Sarah Silverman, and the Stephen Colbert Election Night special. That seems like a lot of competition. That's, that's a tough one. I, you know, it's the Satellite Sisterhood, though. So I went for Samantha B, the Full Frontal, not the White House Correspondents' Dinner, even though, of course, I love everything about James Corden and Carpool Karaoke. Well... The Carpool Karaoke one. Oh, so it did? You can't, yeah. You can't feel bad about that. Mm-mm. 
but Samantha B, the White House, not the White House Correspondents' Dinner, they got an award for writing that special. So everybody's happy. Right? Everybody's. <laughs> there happy. seem like a lot of awards. So even if oh, you're there a loser, award. That's what they. If you're a loser, you're an Emmy Award winner, right? <laughs> I guess. And then the other one I wanted to mention that was already given out, the outstanding structured reality show. So like structured, the categories are a little bit nutty, like structured reality versus unstructured reality versus just totally fake. So the structured reality category is antique road show, diners, drive-ins and dives, fixer upper, lip sync battle, shark tank, and who do you think you are? And the winner Shark Tank won, which is, I'm sorry, how can you not vote for Fixer Upper? It's just not possible to vote against those two. So I, I would never vote for the Shark Tank people. Because they don't need an award. None of those people do. Yeah, I, I don't believe those people are genuine at all. I, I think they I, have nothing to say to each other once that camera gets turned off. The Fixer Upper huh. people? No, the Shark Tank people. Oh, <laughs> well. Oh, good. I thought you were. No, like, no. The Shark Tank Joanna. people. I thought you were dissing no. Joanna. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> okay. So those are the ones that have come and gone. Shark Tank, you're right. I don't buy. I don't even take them seriously as business people, frankly. They're just. You don't. Uh, hmm. I, think, I think that's a scam. Uh, okay. So here are some of the big categories coming up this weekend. I want to know who you guys would uh, would be leaning towards. So. In outstanding drama, and let me admit, I don't really like dramas. I, <laughs> I, I watch almost entirely comedies because comedies are funny and dramas, eh, not so much. <laughs> so outstanding drama, the It's Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, House of Cards, Stranger Things, This Is Us, and Westworld. So... Well, there's would, no question who you should have voted for, Liz. But who, who'd you vote for? No, well, the crown, Liz. The, the crown. crown. I was very close to voting for the crown, Julie. I really was. But then I voted for The Handmaid's Tale. Just because for as much as I loved The Crown, I feel like we can't keep giving our awards to like Downton Abbey and The Crown. I want to vote for an American show. Yeah, you know? I agree. They, they, they're doing their thing. I, okay. I love the crown. So that's who, who would you vote for in that category, Leon? Uh, Stranger Things. But yeah. I, I, but there's a, I have never seen Better Call Saul. So I, I know uh, people love that show and stuff like that. Yeah, but I like the freshness of it. I thought that was pretty hard to pull off. It was nostalgic, but not, you know, not an homage. I thought it really kept me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I thought the crown, you know, was kind of snoozy in places. And no, those, it <laughs> I mean, I liked it. I just love Stranger Things. I thought it was really fresh. Thought it was very fresh. So can't wait for the next season. Outstanding limited series. Now, this is where all the like big time high end actors go because they don't have to commit to actually being on TV for very long because they'd rather be doing movies. So here is the category. This was Big Little Lies, Fargo, Feud, Genius from the National Geographic Channel, and The Night Of. So I will admit that I was just complete Homer when it came to this, and I voted for Genius, which was the story of Albert Einstein that we did on the National Geographic Channel. Even though I totally loved The Night Of, too. But that was my th- I, I went for Genius. They got a lot of nominations. I'm so happy. That's why I'm going to the awards. Do you guys have a favorite in that category? 
I didn't see most of those things. So, okay. so I, I mean, I, I watched all of Big Little Lies. I thought it was fine. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was uh, incredible, but I thought it was total. I like seeing shows with a lot of female leads, but I would have no strong opinion on this on this one. I, okay. I, I yeah. I didn't see him. Well, I'm still mad. I'm still mad that you didn't vote for the crown. So I'm not sharing my opinion on this category with you, Liz, in protest. Okay. Well, here's the only category I really care about. This is the last one we'll talk about. Because this, this is when you just don't know what to do. Outstanding comedy. I mean, listen to this list. This murderer's row of fantastic comedies. Atlanta. Blackish. Master of None. Modern Family. Silicon Valley, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Veep. Oh, Come on. Yeah. What is a girl to do? Yeah. So what you did you do? That's an impossible list. You don't list. have to vote for Modern Family. They are covered, right? Right. The, I, I, you know, you know I love Blackish. I've talked about that a lot on this show, on Satellite Sisters, especially because it's a network comedy, yeah. which is super hard to do. So I love Blackish. I love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I mean, that show is just so unique and hilarious. But you cannot not vote for Veep. I'm sorry. You can't. So I'm really glad I voted for Veep because then this past week they announced that this next season will be the last season of Veep. So anyway, I voted for Veep. Would you guys have gone on a different way in that category? No, if if you're going for pure merit, I would have said Veep. But it is hard to vote against Blackish because it's hard. Uh, yes. Network comedy is hard to pull off these days. So, uh, but that you know, Master of None is also really creative. That's a tough. I category. love that show. Yep. Yeah. And Modern Family just keeps on giving. That's a very <laughs> funny show. So I don't know. <laughs> I watch Modern Family in reruns. I think the reruns. That's, are- I think the rerun. I mean, I love the reruns. Yeah, uh, it's a funny yeah. show. I thought last season there was a drop. I've been a big fan, but I did. I I thought they're starting to recycle some storylines. So, so okay. Well, in outstanding comedy, I would be totally happy if any of the following shows won: Atlanta, Blackish, Master of None, Silicon Valley, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, or Veep. So that's <laughs> I, I think you'll win then. That's a no lose category. And then for some reason, I don't know how the Emmys actually work. I don't get to vote for any of the actor categories. I guess because I'm not an actor. But for some reason, I get to vote for a hosts of reality shows. But whatever. So, but that's uh, anyway. So that's my report. I will be at the Emmys next Sunday. Should we look for so, you on the red carpet, Liz? Or will, will, will you be in which line will you be in? Will you be, I'll be in, in the line where this is sort of parallel to the red carpet, but okay. you don't get okay. anywhere near the cameras. <laughs> so I would not spend one iota of time looking for me. Uh, but, <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm especially excited because, as I said, I did work at National Geographic Channel for a long time and for them to get so many nominations for this show Genius starring Jeffrey Rush, which is really, really a great a great show. You should watch it if you get a chance. So I'm just happy to celebrate with my former colleagues. So there you have it. That is my Emmy report. Excellent, Liz. Okay. Um, all right, Julie, I want to follow up. You know, last year we embraced on Satellite Sisters, we embraced Huggy, right? Huggy, yeah, the, that's the coziness. That's making it just it's bunking in for the winter and putting a lot of candles out and eating comfort food and having quilts and sweaters and getting all warm and fuzzy. awesome. Yeah. I, so good every time you describe it. I know. Why? So... Why do we need another lifestyle trend from Scandinavia? You're asking yourself. 
<laughs> well, I we mean, have Ikea. We have Ikea. Right. So what more do you need? Isn't that what Sweden's given us is Ikea? I mean, I don't understand. But now there is a Swedish lifestyle trend that is looking to upend Yigi as the lifestyle trend of the year. And this one is called Logum. It's spelled L-A-G-O-M, but it's pronounced law. It's several A's in the pronouncer key. Logum. Okay. And here's, here's the situation with Logum. It's okay. Swedish, right? So it's all mm-hmm. about moderation and balance. What do you want? Do you mm. want cookies and cozy? <laughs> cookies and candles. <laughs> right. Who wants moderation and balance like Swedish style? Well, apparently people in Sweden do because it's a deep part of who they are. And of course, it's one of those kind of untranslatable terms. But in an article I read on the BBC, they said the best way to describe it is a couple of years ago in Sweden, they pretty much got rid of all milk that wasn't 2%. You know, and that just describes Sweden, not whole milk, not nonfat, 2% milk. Really? That's they it. just made that decision for everyone. I We're think that's what they did. I guess, Liz, that's how they describe it. So, what uh, about half and half? Can you get the <laughs> half and half in Sweden? I, be dead. I think it's a metaphor, Jewel, but I'm just saying. I'm not interested in leading a 2% life, Liam. <laughs> that's just not sound appealing at all. Yeah. So it's also called like the Goldilocks lifestyle. Not too little, not too much, just right. Uh, but it's contextual. So what's just right for you, Liz, might not be just right for Julie. And that might not be just right for me. So it's sort of doing your thing, but not imposing and drinking 2% milk, but you can still take your shoes off inside. Okay. I've now read about four articles on it and real simple, the BBC, other, the Guardian, trying to get a handle on it. And I just don't think it sounds very interesting. I mean, again, Candles, it's, it's cookies. Sort of, it's sort of pushing people towards moderate behavior, right? Yes. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. As Aristotle would say, which was a good thing. Yeah. But in this way, it seems, it seems just downright socialist to me, Lillian. That's what. <laughs> I knew you would say that, Jill. Especially the milk management. I'm with you on yeah. that. Yeah. Now, I have a. It doesn't. I mean, I think I, I think your point is, Leon, that some of the most colorful things in life may be very intense. Uh, they may be people that live off the grid. They may be people that exhibit behavior uh, on a wide a wide range of, of you know of behavior patterns rather than at all two percent milk. Well, in- one of one of my mottos is everything in moderation, including moderation. don't you think that really captures what you want like most of the time it would be good to have your life in balance but occasionally your life just you just need to be wildly out of balance just because just because so everything in moderation including moderation yeah i feel like if you lived everything in moderation you get to the end of your life and go boy i miss doing some really fun things or i don't know maybe i should have worn purple occasionally i mean (laughs) you know what i mean half and half no, yeah. our mother said never wear purple. She said that was just, <laughs> she told me to stay away from purple. Don't wear it. Well, one, you know ri- one writer trying to like sum up what this was, you know, because it's so hard to define. He used, um, he used an example of how he got off a plane in Stockholm and people's luggage was really late. And everyone was standing around the luggage carousel like you would waiting for your late luggage. But no one was speaking to each other 
and no one was complaining. So everyone in Sweden just finding their own contentment in their own space and not imposing loud voices or whining or complaining on everyone else. I was like, well, well that, who wants that? I want the New Yorker in the crowd yelling and screaming, where is our luggage? Where Can I speak to a manager? Where is our luggage? <laughs> right? So, yeah. I yeah, just I, though I would vote for it in an airport, everybody keeping their voices down. <laughs> that would be okay with me. <laughs> no. I just be on the lookout for this trend because it does not sound fun and it doesn't sound convivial and it doesn't sound congenial and it doesn't sound cozy. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of spare rooms, no speaking. I'm going to eat my own bowl of porridge. I don't really understand it. <laughs> I don't really understand it. You're staying with the hoogie. Okay, good. <laughs> Good. Good report, Liz. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. Speaking of eating my own bowl of porridge, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. I want to thank one of our sponsors. Okay, sisters, I have a movie for you to see. Okay, this is an assignment uh, that I really want you to see. Now, I'm going to give you this, uh, you know, I'm going to say up front, this is not necessarily a feel-good movie. It's a very intense movie. It's about grief. The name of the movie is Wind River. Uh, have you heard about this? This is yes. Taylor Sheridan, who who did the movie Hell or High Water, which I just absolutely loved, and also the movie Sicario, which was oh, oh yeah, that was a, a good very one. good movie. This is his third movie, Wind River, and it's set at the Wind River um, Indian Reservation um, in Wyoming. And it is the story of an FBI agent played by Elizabeth Olsen, um, who is going to, who is investigating a murder that happens on the Indian Reservation. And she's helped by a wildlife and game fisheries kind of guy, Jeremy Ren- played by Jeremy Renner. Renner. It is a very intense movie, but it is beautiful. It's beautifully acted. It's really well written. I thought Elizabeth Olsen as the FBI officer, I thought she was going to be too beautiful to play this role, but she does a fantastic job in this movie. So it's not a big movie. I don't know how many, I don't know. I know it's opened, it's opened in Dallas. So in like, um, you know, the middle of the country, in addition to the coast, but look for it because, and, and prepare yourself for it. It's not, you know, it's a serious movie, but I think you both would really enjoy it. And I'd like to recommend it to our satellite sisterhood too, because I think people would enjoy it, but know that it's very intense and definitely not for children. Definitely not. Okay. 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 Yeah. It was a big hit, big hit at Telluride last summer. So oh, yeah, okay. yeah, but yeah, so it's playing in sort of small indie theaters here. So right. oh, it's good. I like Jeremy Renner. He's a good actor. Yes, very yeah, good. He I was in too. The Hurt Locker. Was his la- yeah. last kind of big movie, but he does he does a great job and great. Leon, you would love it because you spent time in Wyoming and just incredible scenes uh, of you know the West and of Wyoming. Yeah, so that's a pretty that. mountain range that went yeah. Wind Rivers in southern mm-hmm. Wyoming. Yeah. Okay. Good recommendation, Joel. Good work. Okay, well, as long as we're talking movies and it's the anniversary of 9-11, I want to mention a movie that will be coming out next year, but that looks just very interesting to me. For some reason, 
one of the things about the 9-11 story, particularly all these 9-11 anniversaries that we've had now, is keeping up with the kids of 9-11, you know, the kids who lost parents that day, some of whom weren't even born yet. And there's a story in the New York Times today about a young woman named Delaney Colayo. She was three years old uh, on 9-11. Her father and her two uncles all died that day oh, uh, on the 104th floor oh, of dear. the World Trade Tower. But now she's 18 years old, and she's a freshman at Quinnipiac, um, and she's studying film. So the, in the story about her, she's decided she's going to do a documentary about the 9-11 children, and it's entitled We Go Higher. And she's trying to film every single 9-11 kid who wants to be filmed. I'm sure some of them are not interested in that, but they've interviewed 70 of the kids and there are 3000 children who lost parents uh, in the attacks. Um, but it's a really interesting story about her. And I just like, I'm fascinated by what they experience and what they know. And she says in this article that she really didn't, because she was only three, the sort of reality of everything that happened didn't really set in until she was 12 or 13, though she was aware that like the big milestones like birthdays and graduations and the anniversary of the attack, of the attack, those were always hard, but was harder for her now to think about are the little things that are kind of unknown. And she says, would I have the same laugh as my dad or have the same sense of humor? My mom tells me that I do, but it's just the unknown, which is just a very deep, beautiful thought about the difference between knowing and not knowing your parents. So um, anyway, she's working on the movie now. It's going to um, come out next year. So it's not coming out till 2018. And it's being produced by the organization Women Rising, which does a lot of fine movies about, you know, real women in their lives and things that are normally very uplifting. So I'll put the article about the movie in the show notes uh, for today. And it's just something to kind of have on your radar for a year from now. It'd be very interesting, I think, to hear Delaney tell her own story and also talk to some of the other now adult children who lived through this terrible day 16 years ago. So there you go. It's called We Go Higher. I love that, Liz. That sounds like a great thing to look for. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's sad when you, you just sort of go through your Twitter feed on a day like today and you see all the different remembrances people have. Right. And it's, right. it's so, and everyone has something that really catches them or means something special to them, you know, so... Julie, I know you were so far away on that day. We remember feeling that so keenly, like, oh, my God, you were halfway around the world. I know. I was in Bangkok, Thailand. And, you know, I heard from a friend today uh, from Thailand who sent who sent a little email note just that they, he was thinking of me and of our family and just remembered that it was 16 years ago. So it, it was an event that changed the world. It changed so many lives here in the U.S., but really people's lives around the world mm -hmm. and people felt it around the world. So it's always a somber day. Um, and a day where you do need to take, you know, take pause and just think of, you know, the souls that were lost and all the lives that were changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. 
Well, on that note, you know, on the, our Satellite Sisters Facebook group, I know people have already put up some posts. But if there's anything about anything we talk about that you have, you want to share some of your own thoughts um, in our Facebook group, that's the whole reason to join. You know, we've had a big surge of membership lately, sisters. A lot that's of people. Exciting. It's it is not complicated to apply to, for membership in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. You just ask, and as long as we can verify that you are an actual person and, and not, not a, a bot. then then you are in so join our facebook group that's where you get to say whatever you want to say uh like our facebook page that's when you get notices of everything from a new episode of the show to like what julie and leanne are doing in dallas later this week the events are always listed there and if you want to follow us on twitter we're at sat sisters i'm at ss liz leanne is at leanne dolan and julie is at julie satsis And don't forget all of this information, right? I'm just doing it myself now, Julie, right? (laughs) I know, because I can never remember. Okay, thanks, Liz. But all of the information about everything I just said, about how to keep in touch with this in social media, it's also just posted on our website. Remember websites? Remember when you just used to go to a website to get information? I know. Well, that's... That's where we put our show notes, and that's when you can, if you want to know who our sponsors are, get the promo codes, if you want to just check in on what's that Twitter feed again, it's all posted at SatelliteSisters.com, so so check that out. All right. Uh, Liz, what are you doing for the rest of your day today? It's just... Well, there's a little uh, trip to the Montauk Lighthouse, Leah. Oh, uh, maybe a little, Maybe a little light hiking around. On the Montauk Lighthouse. You've been to the Montauk Lighthouse, right? Did I have. you go there? Yes. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty part of the world. That yeah, that tip that tip there is beautiful. Yeah, I took we took a ferry to Block Island from out there in Montauk. So um yes. yeah. So I think I think today is the Montauk Lighthouse and then a lobster roll. You know? <laughs> Ooh, that sounds <laughs> That sounds like a good day, Liz. Because as I said, everything in moderation, including moderation, <laughs> and I'm really over-indexing on the lobster while I'm here. But I don't need another whole lobster, but a a nice, tasty lobster roll in the traditional hot dog bun. Yep, that's when I'm in lieu of birthday cake. It's a lobster roll. Yeah, totally. That's the trade-off I'd make. Absolutely. All right, Julie, you you have pickup, Lady Lady Julie of Genova or whatever. Yes, <laughs> Moldavia. What? Moldavia. Genova, Moldova. isn't it Genova? Now that I Genova. said Genova, that's it. Man. That's it. Moldova, Genova. I think Moldova is an actual country, and Genova is a Walt Disney country. <laughs> oh, one last thing. One last thing. You may have heard that I was. I had a few text messages coming in during the show. Normally, I would turn my phone off, but we do communicate via text sometimes. A back channel between the three of us. So yeah. while we were while we were doing the show, I did just get a text from our sister Sheila saying, uh, "I love this. Hi, Liz. Happy happy birthday. Hope that you are enjoying a beautiful East Coast celebration. You are going to have to let me know. Quote how it." really is that's just Sheila's way of reminding me that she's exactly a year younger than me so she told me she's not even going to admit to being 59 she's just skipping over that this year she's just gonna like go straight to 60 so it's my job to like go a year ahead for Sheila and let her know how it is then she says enjoy your day and have fun with the girls so thanks everybody thanks to all the satellite sisters who already posted happy birthdays for me too on uh Facebook you know it's the happiest day of the year on Facebook it is 
All right, Jill, Enjoy I'll see it, you in, in Dallas. I'll see you in Dallas. I'll, in a I'll be of there days. at the airport, Leon. I'll be picking you up. Okay, bring, books, bring, a okay? lug- bring a luggage cart. Seriously, get it. <laughs> okay. Get a luggage okay, cart. I got a little hand truck. I'll bring that for you. <laughs> okay. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.